Oh, yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome. First Team America, Patriot Network by Patriots for Patriots. To all of you freedom lovers around the world, I hear you, Zambia. I have so many countries that are checking in. Uh, They're the latest ones that have really been out there. All kinds of nations around this world are listening to this podcast, which is freaking awesome. Just for my listeners in these other countries, thank you so much. I know your struggle for freedom and privacy and individual rights continues just as it does here in the U.S. For many years, for many decades, the U.S. was once looked at as a a bastion of freedom and liberty. And we have seen that shining light be covered up more and more by all sorts of nefarious uh, attempts to silence the American people, uh, to silence the attempt for truth and justice, free speech, and uh, uh, all kinds of things. Today's uh, podcast, by the way, I'm going to try to stay out of uh, out of my normal political rants, if you will. I want to talk about privacy. And I want to talk about some of the battlefields that are out there. And you're in this wherever you are in the world. Your attempt at uh, free speech and nonviolent free speech uh, is being cut down. How is it being cut down? There are so many ways that uh, your, your ability to express yourself peacefully but seek redress against authorities, entities that are capturing all of your data. Right now, this podcast data is being captured on multiple fronts. How is it being captured? Number one, we've got to thank Snowden for uh, enlightening us to what the government was actually doing with our data and monitoring U.S. citizens 24-7, building super centers to capture our data and store it. For what reason? There is no viable reason. There is no honest reason why American citizens' data should be captured. And the government agencies will attempt to deny this, but we know that they often utilize, and this is the case in the U.S., I'm sure in your countries around the world, it's a similar circumstance. I'll cover a couple. I'm probably going to be jumping around. I am by no means any tech expert by any sort. Uh, I yell at my computer when it doesn't do what I want it to do, especially when it demands I do something that I don't want to do. I'm sure you all have similar type things. It's interesting, isn't it? But uh, anyway, uh, I, I'm sure I want you all to know that there's there's a lot of stuff that happens that's not legal, but it's conducted through private companies. And that's how the U.S. government gets around a lot of the illegal wiretaps and data and surveillance, notwithstanding the overuse and, and illegal uh, secret court wiretaps. That happens. That's how the U.S. does a lot of this stuff. And when I say the U.S., the government's not bad. It's the, it's it's the corrupted people within it. Uh, just so I can do my disclaimers for uh, uh, entities listening, we don't promote any violence or any illegal activities. Never have, never will. But your privacy and your individual freedoms and body autonomy have prime. Uh, prime position in your ability to have a good life, provide for your families, have safety and security for yourself. And what is not discussed at this point is that with the capturing of data from your cell phone companies to your electric company providers, 
to everything that you buy online. All of that data, data is captured and managed. I laugh at the cloud computer systems. I've never figured out why you would want to save your, your important files on someone else's computer. And to me, that's all the cloud is. You're saving your stuff on someone else's computer. And the, the constant argument for that is, well, what if your computer crashes? Well, if your computer crashes, you should be backing it up on a home device, storage device, right? You should be saving important documents, not only in paper copy, in a fireproof safe or other safe area, free, uh, safe from water, uh, floods, and fire, but also saving numerous copies on individual thumb drives and hard drives within your reach, within your access. This whole cloud stuff, in my opinion, is bullshit. It's the ability to later on restrict you, potentially, with bad actors and big tech and the censorship and the shadow banning. We're going to get into that. But ultimately, you could be restricted and not have access to your files. Somebody could corrupt the cloud servers so that you're no longer recognized with your password or your documents. Who do you call? What do you do at that point? You've probably noticed the customer service wherever you are in this world has dropped off greatly, greatly. How many people love on this, listening to this podcast, love dealing with phone trees where you're hitting, getting all these prompts and listening to all this stuff and not one of them is a cure or the ability for you to fix the issue you have in a timely manner. How often are you dealing with companies that you're dealing with sensitive materials to you such as your financial information, a credit card, mortgage, and you're dealing with somebody in another country. Can those phone farms be compromised? You bet your ass they can. Does your data slip through there? You bet your ass it does. How is it, and many people have asked this, with the ability to hack and do all that stuff, why is it that it's never that there's a hacker that goes into the banking system and, and wipes everybody's mortgage clean? Why is it always on the individual consumer? Think about that. Why is that? It's not that it's that much harder. It just it just doesn't seem to make sense. Not that I promote any of that, but I do ask those questions. So you think about it, the battle for digital privacy. If you go ahead and search in your, in your computers, products for consumers to protect themselves from big tech privacy issues, think about it. Your phone data, your contacts, why is it that when you get into a rental car or a car and you're trying to just play your music from your phone, it always wants to grab your contacts? It always says, can we have your, can we, would you like to load your contacts? At least it asks. I don't even think that, you have a choice in that matter. I think it actually grabs them. You know, what, what we've done or what has happened throughout the world is there's a fear contagion that has been built. And that fear contagion is a sales tool. And that sales tool is used to scare the shit out of people that there's malevolent actors. And there are. But that, that security is just so, so uh, uh, needed at this point and that we must know everybody's identity online in the, because we want to stop them from sending a snarky comment that goes against the political narrative. And you've seen a lot of this stuff happen where I've experienced my own shadow banning on, on large uh, 
uh, industry type uh, LinkedIn, uh, other type things where I was shut down for asking questions and, and, and posting information in 2020 based on my research that upended the official government narrative about two things, about the origins of COVID, which was UNC Chapel Hill, North Carolina. That's where it began. That's where our government and our politicians continued to try to push it all on China. It was a joint U.S.-China effort. But the other part, uh, not only was that reason, but also because dissident and uh, differing opinions aren't welcomed in today's society, and most notably by the liberals, of of most of all. See, they can't defend a lie when there's facts out there. And they can't defend a narrative, especially natural immunity, when there's there's a, a dissent with their decree. And so this whole privacy issue boils down to, if you think about China, and they are repressive, but our own, our own system here in the U.S. Is, is repressive to some extent. And when I spoke earlier about how governments get around it, we've got a thing called the Five Eyes. That's the U.S., U.K., New Zealand, Australia, and Canada. And everybody taps everybody's undersea cables and communication systems and then later either gives it back to a private contractor that's providing contractors for uh, intelligence agencies. But somehow it makes it back to those agencies that should never have uh, communications data from U.S. citizens without a warrant. But it does. And that's been the system the whole time. It's deny it. And then if it denies too much, up, time to hit a false flag out there so that we can say this was important in catching this, despite the fact we we missed all these other things. Look, we all love our countries. We all love our families. And we love freedom and liberty. And talking about this gross injustices by private corporations, I'll call them big big tech for the remainder of this podcast, and other type um, entities, including government agencies that are run by corrupted bureaucrats, making unilateral decisions without congressional oversight or approval or lumping everything under national security classifications is how the corruption is shielded. We're talking today about privacy. We're talking today about your ability to remain and have privacy uh, of your affairs, which aren't illegal. You know, the biggest thing that's needed for this to continue is for you to remain silent and not seek ways to keep your communications private. You know, and I'll point this out. One of my friends is a filmmaker, and they have been working diligently on exposing uh, sexual trafficking, child trafficking, all ki- types of sordid things that have happened. And let's first, without, without revealing too much, let's first understand that anything you text, anything you email, any phone call you make, your face is tracked in public, your credit card purchases are tracked in public, are tracked, your bank money movement and receiving is tracked. Everything you, you do, whether it's financial or communications, assume that it is tracked and cataloged. Assume that it is tracked and cataloged. The voice recognition systems are amazing. I'll let you know this. Back in 98, it first became known to me in doing the, I have a, a broad uh, international business background. 
um, it became known to me that several of the uh, security systems within the uh, uh, Saudi Arabia, country of Saudi Arabia, were uh, put in place, uh, the phone systems mainly back then. And at that time in 97, 98, those phone systems were automatically able to pick up any key words spoken, such as any type of revolutionary type phrases, efforts, uh, key other words, you know, whether it's uranium, plutonium, any type of bomb words that might be made. It was, it was put in place to protect the kingdom. Now, it's somewhat understandable, isn't it? But, you know, I think at that same time, it wasn't Bill Barr, I think at Verizon then, which, which I think was the one that maybe might have been called something different, but left government worked to go help with, with something similar. I'm not purportedly from what I've researched. I'll have to get back to you on more of the details of that. And that's typically what happens in government. A bureaucrat leaves the office, works for a private company, helps push in the private company's uh, uh, censorship programs to U.S. government and goes back to public office or, or bureaucratic position. And that's the way it's done in the U.S. I'm sure in your country around the world, it's the same damn thing, just a different flag. But anyway, they had that technology in 98. I also learned that they could turn off and turn on your phones, your mobile phones, the mobile phones at the time, which were mostly the Blackberries, maybe the Motorola, several other types, and they could listen. You ever wondered why they put two cameras on a phone and every laptop or laptop and computer monitor at this point has one or two cameras and the ability to, uh, with microphones and especially the TVs, and then they got refrigerators and washers and dryers that can listen and and you can say verbally, really, you can't walk walk your fat ass over there and push a button to start something. I mean, come on, guys. There's a point of being lazy and there's a point of convenience. But if that convenience introduces privacy concerns for you and your family, what good is it? All these people that lined up, if, you're, if you have an Alexa or uh, Siri turned on or other type of, of numerous uh, – products that listen in your house and want to monitor what you're doing uh for what for what reason is that monitor system other than an alarm type system and even those are suspect is it for convenience and what is it that that worries absolutely terrifies the bureaucrats at these agencies who claim that the average american citizen is is born a domestic terrorists until proven otherwise what is making that the status quo and it has been since 2001 where the u.s invited saudi arabian or you know a mix of different uh ethnicities to to take uh plane training of pilots training and then uh you know, purportedly crises planes in the buildings and stuff and then later on that night, remember that, or the, the same night those, those planes hit towers, the Bush administration secretly let the bin Laden family leave. Amazing, isn't it? So part of what we're getting, we could dig deep, and we'll probably do multiple podcasts on the privacy issue. But for today's, today's takeaway messages, think about all the, all the things in your house that you have for the sake of convenience. Is Alexa really that important that you need to talk to them and say, hey, Alexa, play me a song? You know, I don't, under, I don't think that convenience 
for, for me personally, is anywhere near where I want to go. And not that I, again, everybody always says, you shouldn't worry unless you have something to hide. That's not it at all. We need to understand what is the nucleus, what is the driving force behind the surveillance of ordinary Americans? What is the driving force of big tech? See, big tech wouldn't be focused on capturing all of your information if it wasn't for some source that provided monetary stimulus to do this. Big tech wouldn't put these systems in place without an end goal state. And if you think the end goal state is greater freedom for you, you're wrong. You're absolutely wrong. And for us, there's a reason why they want to capture and sort and catalog that data. We have very little, if any, abilities at this point to lobby our government as citizens to stop this unnecessary facial recognition crap that wherever you go, you got cameras poked in your face. You go to Lowe's to buy frickin' nuts and bolts and a can of paint, and you're being filmed at the, at the cash register as if you're, you're some bad guy for wanting to buy this stuff. You know, it is just over the top. And the part that continues to happen is there's somebody pushing for this to continue and increase in greater scope and capability. And the driving intent to that is that there's money involved and there's power. And there is power in your data. Think about it. With those companies that capture your data, sending it to manufacturers, it does shorten the who do I market this product to. I get I get it. I get it. But that should be voluntary. It should not be mandatory. And it should re require consensual agreements between the person whose data is being swept up daily and being used against their ultimate wishes. One of the things that I'm really looking forward to is seeing more and more products that pr protect consumer identity, that protect our ability to not capitulate to big tech. A lot of these requirements are these things that are out there. The facial recognition cameras are going to be used to not only uh, track and monitor and see what your daily habits are for, for whose benefit. I'd love to see who's actually seeing that. But as Snowden pulled out, uh, put out there, there's a lot of ways in which these agencies are just monitoring your shit for no reason. Oh man, this dude, this dude, uh, this is, and this is the way it works too. Oh man, that guy, he trashed our, uh, agency, uh, Twitter feed by, uh, saying, uh, what about Hunter Biden? What about his nefarious dealings? You know, the, I, uh, I'll make a, an example. You know, the agency, uh, put out a post saying how in 85, they captured a spy who walked into the Russian embassy, blah, 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 blah. And then I posted well, how, how about Hunter Biden and his dealings with China? What information was given to them? And, and they can target people just based upon something that the bureaucrats don't like. You are watching a slew of testbed data or testbed applications in China with the social credit system, with uh, shutting things down because they don't agree with it. I was a victim of shadow banning and censorship uh, during the uh, COVID efforts. Uh, many ways that occurred from uh, limiting posts to not letting posts go through 
to censoring off of websites. Uh, it was it was extreme. And now we're seeing in today's headlines that now the FBI is finally admitting that, oh, it could have come from the COVID could have come from a Chinese lab. But they're neglecting the part where the U.S. government was complicit in working with China to develop it here in the U.S. before it was moved to Wuhan. These types of things that we've seen have made many citizens like myself and hopefully you journalists, citizen journalists. We, you know, I love it when some bureaucrat is facing accountability in the cameras of uh, the media and a lone citizen's there. And he says, what, what's your accreditation? How are you? Who are you accredited with? Such as you need to have a badge from a lamestream media company. Legacy media, dinosaur media, sellouts to be able to ask him questions. The whole "Are you accredited?" is really a tactic to shut you down because you haven't ticked the box. And those those people that work at those quotation mark accredited quotation mark agencies are lapdogs for corruption. They don't talk about the key things that you want to know. Why is this happening? You know, why why did it take the EPA three weeks to get to Palestine, Ohio, to begin assessing the damage? You know, why why is it that that uh, uh, they decided to blow up those tanks instead of draining them? Uh, there are so many things that the media doesn't want. Why did they, uh, here's the other my favorite one. Why did the uh, East Palestine authorities uh, uh, subdue the reporter who began asking questions during the press conference? Was he not accredited with the right agencies agencies to be able to ask questions? But talk about this real quick. So there's ways that you can protect your privacy. I'm not going to dig into those yet. I'm going to carry this on into another one. But there are ways and things that you should think about, especially with your home devices, with your phone cameras, with your phones. Faraday bags are pretty cool. That's a that's a, a neat thing to have. It, it's something that... Uh, it's basically a shielded pouch that shuts off the tracking capabilities of snoops, uh, snoops out there that want to know where you're going, what you're doing, and who you're meeting with. See, that's the big part, too. The data trail that we have daily is huge, which is why they need these huge servers. What they're going to do with that, I have no idea. But, see, good men are impossible to rule unless they comply, and a lot of good people completely comply. The part that you do not have to comply with is this is this unlawful data collection. You don't have to wear a, uh, you're not, there is no statute or code that says you have to comply with big tech and all these cameras everywhere. So if you want to use a device that covers your identity, you're welcome to do that. There's no code. Now, I will tell you on the flip side that to counter that, what they will do is create a false flag or say all the criminals are doing it and therefore everybody must show their face to, to big tech. So that we can decide whether you're uh, uh, free to roam the streets or need a travel pass. But understand, take efforts to mitigate and control your your loss of privacy and improve it uh, in this world. Um, I just get bad feelings about the social credit system from China, the sweeping uh, uh, criminal activities by those governments to reduce the citizens' rights to mere pawns, this whole effort to shadow ban and censor. You had these, you know, Elon, I don't trust him as far as I can throw him, admitting that that Twitter had FBI employees and other agency, uh, uh, intel agency people working there to shut down the dissension and questioning 
the fake science of Fauci and his minions during the time when natural immunity was ignored. And so while you're in your other countries, you know there are efforts made to silence your view, to silence your your ability to uh, conduct your normal business. They are attempting to shut down any voice that disagrees with the government narrative, the political narrative. Those cannot be those can those cannot be uh, accepted because they challenge the ultimate statements. And most of the time, with these agencies, again, it's not. I support government. I support law and order. I don't support corruption. I don't support corrupted bureaucrats, and I don't support the ever increasing effort to reduce the citizens' rights to their constitutional rights and abilities to use those, I do not support the government's illegal efforts to contain our speech, to collect our data without a warrant and without due process. And that everybody should stand up for. Everybody. And so let's get to the to one, one other key point. There are some products out there, but they've been squelched. Uh, I know of a company that's working on a few things that will bring products to citizens to be able to protect themselves. If you've, Oh, here's the other point I wanted to bring up too. How many websites want you to, you, you ever notice the growing effort to not allow you to have any type of anonymity online? All of these countries want to be able to say, that's John Doe at 112 Jones Street. They don't want you to be able to have multiple profiles. This is why they're creating these systems to be able to lock you out of creating multiple profiles. You know, the, our founding fathers here in the United States used nom de gores when they wrote newspaper articles. That's say, uh, for those outside the country, that's, and you probably know more than our own citizens do. That's, that was a, uh, a fake identity used to s- send a honest message, such as, you know, the redcoats are putting these taxes through the British and they're trying to ruin our, us and keep us uh, as indentured servants. And they would put signed a farmer or signed a blacksmith or signed uh, 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 Flying Eagle, whatever you want to use there. And they did that because they knew back in that time when it was letters and and other forms of uh, the basic forms of identity of those times that the king of England would definitely target somebody who was openly criticizing his 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 official narratives and decrees. And so any dissent was going to be shut down and they'd send the troops to the house to destroy the house, rape the wives, hurt the kids, and, uh, and, and scare that person into never saying anything against the king's decrees again. And today we have our own versions of that, where the U.S. government will come out and these corrupted bureaucrats will issue fiats and unlawful orders uh, and target individuals. And it's not good. A healthy republic cannot withstand that, that overt con- corruption and uh, disregard for the founding tenets of why countries, this country was formed, and I'm sure yours as well. Any type government that worries more about its own people than the ones that are creating and, and utilizing the corruption within the agencies is a concern, and it cannot withstand. It cannot last. At some point, it will be challenged. It will be uh, 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 face uh, threat, and that's why they do what they do now to maintain this. Um, if you think about the the retribution that will be uh, expanded under the continuing 
centralization of all of your records and then tying when they try to do when they do away with cash and now it's a central bank digital currency how they can greatly limit your economic mobility your freedoms and curtail you from having any type of criticism about any government agency whether state local or federal and they'll use that as a hammer to hammer you and threaten you with your livelihood and your ability to conduct your personal matters by withdrawing you from your data and from the ability to communicate. I know it seems like a seems like a far off story. This I probably will write a book on this someday because this is a this is a uh, a topic that's so much better than that lived turd Stephen King and his demented thoughts. That this is actually you know Adolphus Huxley and and uh, others who had the foresight to see how an uncontrolled government soon becomes the controller of the people when it's uh, supposed to be the other way around. Government's supposed to, to uh, not control the people. Law and order controls the people. And we're seeing that being reversed. And big tech is not your brother. They're your uh, plantation master. They're the ones that, will, that are being used to manipulate your data, control your data, hide your data, and uh, keep it from you if you don't stay within the color within the lines. So do what you can to seek ways to control your destiny in data. Protect your data. Don't make it easy for big tech. Skew the results. Take, make them pay you for your data. Right now, they're getting paid for our data. That seems like a, that's, that's a mockery of justice with that. Oh, we got it because he uses our phones. And so we can sell this stuff to, to companies and, and others that want the data, but he can't sell it. He doesn't get uh, any compensation for his own data. And that's wrong on so many fronts. So uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Just think of ways in which your data is manipulated and used in ways that you don't agree with. I'd love to hear your thoughts and comments. Hit me up at news at firstteamamerica.org, news at firstteamamerica.org. Would love to get your uh, opinions on certain things, whether you use devices in your home, such as Alexa and all those other things. And then what steps are you taking to limit and control your own data? Do you use cloud servers uh, and anything like that? Anyway, uh, it's First Team America, Patriot Network, by Patriots, for Patriots, across all sides of the aisle and from all countries around the world. Keep up your peaceful fight for freedom. Enjoy your families. God bless you, and God bless your countries. Out.